This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world, join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Jennifer Spivak. Jennifer is the CEO of the Ad Girls Agency, an all-female Facebook ads agency. She's helped hundreds of businesses accelerate their business growth through generating millions of dollars on Facebook and Instagram, with many seeing a 1,000 plus percent return on their ad campaigns. Her all-female team enjoys crunching data, helping women-owned businesses make tons of money, and breaking the rules when it comes to Facebook ads. Jennifer has been featured in Forbes and the New York Times, listed as a top Facebook ads manager to watch in 2019, and is an adjunct professor of digital marketing at the City College of New York. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jennifer. Thanks, Diane. And I don't know if you caught my cat meowing in the background. No, I did not. <laughs> While well, you were saying all of that. So if, if it comes through, that's just uh, an added bonus for the listeners. <laughs> that is exactly right. Just like if my dog starts to bark, right? <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have you here. And I want to dive right in and ask you if you would be... Um, so, you know, gracious as to explain to us your three-step stupid, simple Facebook ad funnel and how, you know, it removes uncertainty from our yearly profit forecast. So I'm fascinated. Yeah. Yes. Well, let me, so I'm actually going to use myself as the case study here and right. just like a quick note that I think is interesting or weird. A lot of other advertising agencies do not actually use Facebook and Instagram ads to grow their own clientele the way that they do for their clients. So we are definitely somebody that like walks the walk. Uh, and most of our clients do actually come from our own Facebook and Instagram ad campaign. And it is through what I call the stupid, simple Facebook ad funnel, just because I mean, I, I laugh sometimes over <laughs> how, how simple it is and yet how effective it has been for the last now almost three years at generating wow. just millions of dollars and very consistent, high quality lead gen for my business specifically. So let me just give you like the steps, like early more like the structure, but then I want to dive into the nuances because that's actually what's the most important. So, okay, great. The structure itself is very simply, we have a super basic ad 
that goes directly to cold traffic, which means people that do not know me. From there, we are taking them directly to a fairly long form landing page or sales page that talks a lot about who we are as an agency, what it is that we stand for. Obviously, we have some case studies and testimonials, but we go directly to a call to action to book a call, which, by the way, is something you are quote unquote, not supposed to be able to do with cold traffic for a high ticket service. But as you read in my bio, I do love breaking all of the rules. And so we go directly to a landing page from there. People go ahead and get to step two, which is my booking page. And they are able to fill out um, an application form. And part of that application form is actually booking in the date of their sales call. From there, there's an email sequence that does quite a bit of nurturing in the space between when they actually book and when the call occurs. And then I'm having, in many cases, just a single 30-minute phone call and closing people on what is an average $20,000 package with no custom proposals, no chasing, no follow-up. And in many cases, just having that Close actually occur directly inside of that 30 minute call. That's insane. <laughs> it is, it is. And, and again, I mean, it's like, that's the, that's the framework and that's the simplicity of it. But that by itself, like the, none of those things that I just shared are actually why it works. So oh. what makes it work has everything to do with, I think above all else, messaging and then also a lot to do with the application form itself so i think that like when people talk about facebook ads and instagram ads they get really stuck in what's the funnel that's working best right now what's better video or or um images what's the right type of audience and i think that all of those questions are often the wrong questions and in fact Success requires zooming all the way out and really making sure that you have the right messaging that is able to build relationships with your new cold audience members. I like to say like on steroids, on autopilot, while having you very clearly and actively stand out in the feed from everybody else who does what it is that you do. And part of that requires I don't know if polarizing is exactly the right word, but being so authentically you that there is actually this element of deterring those who are not your people while like super magnetizing in those who are. And so when you are able to create that effect, and I have a specific framework I'd like to follow to do that, then it doesn't matter what's the right audience, what's better image or video, what's the right funnel. When you're able to create that effect, you can have people who virtually did not know you existed 72 hours before feel like they're your bestie and be ready to make that, you know, high, um, you know, five figure investment in what feels like such a short amount of time. And again, it has all to do with the messaging um, and, and how we're able to use that messaging to build relationships really quickly with ads, which I think People say you can't do that with ads, but I definitely call BS on that. <laughs> so, okay, wait, I have a question. Yes. Um, so when you say, um, you know, you can do this and it it doesn't matter. I probably heard this wrong, but I'm probably going to say it wrong, but, you know, it doesn't no matter. Worry. 
who, whatnot. Don't your, are your ads targeted to a specific audience? Yes, absolutely. And look, I'm definitely not saying forget about audience targeting. I'm saying that when you get so focused and stuck in answer to all of my problems is going to be figuring out which of these audiences it is, you miss the bigger picture, which is like maybe 80 to 90% of success. So yes, I am using really basic, broad targeting, meaning that instead of like trying to create the most specific target audience possible, I leave it really broad. So we work primarily with female-owned online businesses. So I'm targeting women of a certain age. And then I've played around with a couple of different broad interests. For example, people who have an interest in Amy Porterfield, that's an audience that's worked well for us in the past. People Mm -hmm. who just have an interest in the really broad interest category of social media marketing. I've used um, the category of just small business owners who are women and of a certain age. So keeping it fairly broad versus trying to like really narrow down on the targeting perspective and instead really allowing my messaging to almost like play a little bit of the role in the targeting, right? Because I say, hey, Facebook, get me in front of anybody in this audience. I know it's a large audience and that's cool because my ads and the messaging in the ads is going to do the legwork of, again, hurting the wrong people while super magnetizing in the people who are like, oh my God, this is my person. This is who I want to work with. I see. Boy, thank you so much for that explanation. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what's happening is people are getting so focused on um, the audience that they're not realizing that their message isn't resonating with any audience. Exactly. And, and the audience, we could switch that out with, they're getting so focused on what's like the hot funnel that everybody's suggesting. Oh yeah. What's the right, like, like focusing on trends and tactic and it versus really understanding that at the end of the day, Facebook and Instagram ads are, are purely, a marketing channel. I mean, maybe that seems like, well, duh, of course, but I think for some reason we love to put like so much um, energy and expectation on like, if, you know, Facebook ads are going to solve all my problems. They're going to grow my business. Right. They're going to bring all these new people in. And we've missed like marketing 101. We've missed the foundations that are the thing that actually builds relationship and drives conversion at the end of the day. And when you have those foundations in place, Actually, you could quote unquote do Facebook ads badly and still see success, whereas the opposite can never be true. You cannot get really good at Facebook ads technically, but not understand these foundational marketing principles and still see success. That's so interesting. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so you also said that that you have this, you know, um these nurturing emails, whatever that, that help build the relationship in between when they book and and when you actually have the conversation with them. Can you share more about what those look like? Yes. So I actually want to zoom out just a little bit um, and talk about, I mentioned this a little bit before the specific messaging framework that I follow, because that is what I use in the emails that I think makes them really work. And I also use this framework in the ads, in the landing page, really everywhere. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, when we're thinking about advertising on Facebook and Instagram, 
it's competitive, right? It's it's yeah. a really it's a competitive news feed. Depending on the industry that you're in, that can add an extra level of competitiveness. So, for example, like I know in my feed, I can find in ten minutes, I don't know, probably twenty five to thirty other advertising agencies advertising their service. Right? It's not just sure. that the news feed itself is competitive, but that actually my industry is, and so the way that we've been taught to do messaging. I think like one of the, you know, core principles that's been around since marketing has been around. So basically forever is this idea of talking to your audience's pain points. Now I'm not about to say never do that because obviously there are so many moments in which that is really beneficial. What I am about to say though, is that given the competitiveness and the current landscape, talking to pain points is not enough to actually have you stand out. Let's use the example of me versus another advertising agency. If we're both using messaging in our ads that talk to pain points, in theory, at some level, our ads are saying the same thing because we're talking about the same pain points that our you know, prospective customers have. And so what ends up happening when you only talk to pain points is that you don't get to do this building relationship on steroid on autopilot. Your ads end up costing more because they don't stand out in the feed, which drives down your click-through rate. It drives up your cost per click. And it just has all of these um, negative side effects that ultimately nobody really wants. And so the remedy to this is to actually stop talking about pain points and start talking about you because that's really the thing that is different. That's the thing that's going to have you deter all the wrong people and magnetize in the right people. And the specific framework that I like to follow and that we also teach our clients to follow inside of this, right? Like let's really talk about you and who you are. There's actually this these um, four different buckets that we like to have messaging inside of. And that's what does that relationship building. And so we've got bucket number one, and that's credibility. Now, a lot of people are already using credibility inside of their marketing. This tends to be the easiest bucket to fill, but the experience we want to create with any messaging that goes inside of the credibility bucket is I trust you, right? So that's like your case studies, your testimonials, publicity, media features, you've been on a podcast, all of those good things. But that's just 25% of the whole framework, right? Because there's three other buckets. So credibility tends to be the easy one. Yeah. Bucket number two is personality. And the experience we want to create with this bucket is I like you or I don't, which is definitely the <laughs> point, right? And, yeah. and a lot of times that's messaging that isn't necessarily even entirely directly related to your business. I think that People get stuck in this bucket because they're like, oh, this is where I, you know, I'm talking about my personal brand. But sometimes I find that even the phrase personal brand is too um, fabricated almost, right? Like when we're talking yeah. about personality bucket, it's literally I'm just existing as myself on the internet inside of your feed in an ad, like because this is just who I am. And that is, again, what can create part of that relationship building on autopilot. So again, we've got credibility, I trust you. Personality, I like you. Bucket number three is vulnerability. And this is the one that we want to create the experience of, I relate to you, or I see myself in you. In many cases, I think like the most 
basic explanation of what can go into this bucket is usually a story around your why, right? Why you started your business, what it is that motivates you. Um, you know, this is a little too cliche, but like some sort of like rags to riches type story, right? Like those types of things that would have somebody really feel this almost like intimate connection with you just from the content that you're sharing inside of this bucket. And then our last bucket is feel good. And the experience we want to create here is on top of all of the other things. I trust you. I like you. And I feel an intimate connection with you. I can also feel good about spending my money with you because of what that money then goes on to further in the world. So in many cases, feel good bucket is your commitment to, um, you know, maybe donating a percentage of your profits, a philanthropic effort. I've seen people um, use their commitment to just like making, you know, hiring and building diverse teams as something that goes inside of here. So it's kind of like the cherry on the top, right? They trust you to be able to deliver on what you say it is you can deliver. They want to hang out with you and be your bestie. They feel that relationship with you. And on top of that, spending their money with you actually furthers something in the world that they care about. When you create that one, two, three, four punch, again, who cares about the right audience, the right funnel that it's supposed to take a certain amount of time of warming up to close high ticket leads. You have built relationships on autopilot in like such a, you know, fast and contained container almost. And so I'm using that framework in the ads to bring in the right people, being reinforced again on the landing page and inside of the booking process. And then I really, really dive deep into each of these inside of the email sequence that gets delivered between when somebody books and when they actually show up to speak with me. And the result of that is people show up to my sales calls. And this is like an exact quote. I've heard people say things like, I feel like I already know you. I didn't know you existed three days ago. And now I'm like, can we be best friends? And also I want to pay you. Like imagine being able to start your sales calls that way. Not only does it, you know, mean that your overall campaigns are more profitable, but what a more enjoyable way to go about, you know, <laughs> doing business and closing sales. Yeah, boy, no kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I love that whole thing. And I think one of the things that I'm hoping people hear is that this helps you not only attract the people who resonate, but it helps detract. Yes. Right. Or repel the people who don't. Correct. So yeah. So you end up spending less time having to go through the process of talking to people who really are never going to be. Client. Yes. And and look, not even just for the sales process, you end up with a larger pool of clients who are the people that you actually like would want to hang out with. Right. I mean, that's just it's it's just a right. experience. And, you know, I never want to leave out this last part separate from all of the results. There is something to, you know, being in my business, I get to just exist as myself like who like that. That's its own benefit that right like the thing that is driving your business forward is literally just like you the human being showing up in the world on the internet like that's almost you know my favorite part above all else yeah sure because it's so much easier yes <laughs> yeah totally shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders 
with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Okay, so so we said we'd probably hear my dog, and I think we just did. Yeah, I heard the dog, and we've got we've got my my little my little guy over here too. So I think everybody's hungry. (laughs) Yay! Very good. I know around here it's it's sort of around lunchtime. Well, where you are as well. Exactly. So so um, I love this whole thought process for so many reasons. I mean, A, that it gets results, right? And B, because I I think it takes all that pressure off of trying to figure out what the latest and greatest tactic is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, sorry. I was um, just going to (laughs) say, we keep talking. I was just going to say, just just to speak to the um, kind of like longevity of this, we are going on now three full years that I have been using this funnel and this system to generate leads and booked calls and clients. And um, I barely ever touch the ad. I barely ever make any changes to the campaign, maybe once every couple of months. And I think the total number at this point, we've spent something like 250k and again that's over three years so we really don't spend a crazy amount per month if you really think about a big picture and yeah. this particular um campaign has brought in nearly two million dollars in wow um without needing to constantly pivot or try a new strategy or you know do a bunch of dancing on tiktok because that's the cool new thing or hop <laughs> on club or hop on clubhouse when that became cool right like my yeah. marketing is just taken care of I get to, you know, focus on the sales calls and run the business in the way that I want while this automated machine that like pretty much runs while I'm sleeping is just constantly filling my calendar with the right type of people that I can easily get on the call with and close. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it is so, and if you think about how expensive it is to continue to pivot and, you know, switch from you know, one platform to another, one tactic to another. Exactly. Yeah. It's even a cost savings because it's consistent. It sounds like it builds on itself. It doesn't need a lot of tweaking once it's done. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, (laughs) go ahead. I was going to say, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. No doubt. Now I have a question. If someone's listening and they're thinking to themselves, okay, I get it. And um, we have like different offerings that serve different markets. Yeah. You know, talk about how that gets handled. Yeah. I think that, I mean, look, here's the thing. 
if we want to like directly superimpose this system onto another business, it definitely is most directly applied. If you know you are the face of your company like I am and you have a single offer. However, we've even been able to execute this with some of our clients who sell physical e-commerce products and there is no face of the brand. And what I always say for, um, for examples or businesses that maybe aren't like a direct superimposing of the strategy, go back to the experience that each bucket is supposed to create. Focus uh, on how can I create in my messaging for this ad and this offer? I trust you. I like you. I relate to you. And I can feel good about spending my money with you. If you can just really, really hone in on creating those experiences consistently as much as possible, even if you end up veering away from the system a little bit, that's where the magic is. Okay, that's great. And as we used to say, inquiring minds want to know, <laughs> uh, why an all-female agency? So um, we actually, I mean, look, here's the thing. We are um, female-focused is sort of what we say. We actually do have a couple of male team members, and we love men and think that they're absolutely wonderful. However, um, obviously, my, you know, my company is called The Ad Girls, and we actually... Um, exist, our mission is to put more money into the hands of more women. And so in doing that, we do primarily hire um, female team members and female vendors. About 98% of our clients are usually women, in many cases, women who are also sort of looking to reach a clientele or customer base of women. And we also donate a percentage of all of our revenue to an organization that supports survivors of domestic violence, who are usually women, from wow. being able to actually achieve financial autonomy after they leave those relationships. So it really is this sort of full circle, multiple touch point mission of putting more money in the hands of more women, because we believe ultimately that is one of a variety of things that could really change the world that we live in. Yeah, no kidding. I love that. Yeah. 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 That That's fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. I mean, again, you know, I, I say all the time, like, sure, like we do Facebook ads, but that's just, that's the means to the end, right? Like that's, yeah. that's the vehicle. That's the thing that like we're good at. What our eye is always on is how do we create exactly like what we've been talking about, predictable legion and customer acquisition systems for our primarily female clients so that they always have a, you know, kind of like proven, proven and battle-tested process to consistently bring in clients and customers on autopilot without needing to wonder where their next lead is coming from. And, and with that, you know, having a lot of stability and security in their business and in their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, I, 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 I'm so glad we had this conversation. Yay. Um, seriously, I mean, and, and one of the things that I have to say that I really also hope people are listening to is that it is apparent that you are just you. Thank which, you. That's like the best compliment I could ever get. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally it. get that. I, I totally get that. Yeah, I got it once a couple of years ago. I was like, wow, really? Thanks. Right? You know, I know. But okay. but it's so important because that people buy from people. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yep. It's always a human to human decision at the end of the day. Exactly. That is exactly yeah. right. 
So Jennifer, thank you so much. Will you tell the listeners how they can find you, what you've got going on? Um, yes. I understand from your folks, you've got a um, something for the listeners. Yes. So let me tell you about that first. So kind of going back to the messaging bucket and the messaging framework that we were speaking about, my team has put together a free resource for your listeners. And it basically, again, follows those four messaging buckets. And inside of that presents a uh, hundred different ideas for your ads that help make competition irrelevant. And so that's a free resource that your listener, your listeners can go ahead and grab at theadgirls.com slash accelerate. Again, it's going to be a totally free PDF. Otherwise, always love to connect with people on Facebook or Instagram. I am Jen with two N's, Jen Spivak on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to learn more about the agency and what we are up to, we are at theadgirls.com. Excellent. Well, my gosh, thank you so much. I'll make sure all of that information is in the show notes so anyone can access it. And um, again, thank you. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year Hard Rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next-door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in life, we've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.